0: Paul Levinson and welcome to Light On Light Through Episode 198. My review of you all three seasons. Well you first came on to Netflix in 2019. It originally had been on another channel, but Netflix picked it up. That channel was Lifetime. It was quite controversial back then i reviewed that first season on my written blog you came back for a second season on netflix in 2020 last year i reviewed that also on my blog and the third season of you debuted just last week on netflix and i reviewed that as well on my blog So I thought it was time to do a podcast review of all three episodes in one episode of this podcast, Light On, Light Through. And let me say that although the first two reviews do have spoilers, I deliberately wrote the third review, the review of the third season of You, without any spoilers. So if you've seen the first two seasons of You... You don't need to worry about reading my reviews or listening to this podcast where I talk also about the third season because that's by and large spoiler free so let's get back to two thousand nineteen and uh I said in my review back then that I'd been hearing a lot about you recently, originally, it was on Lifetime, as I've just said, and then. It was up on Netflix, and of course there it was bingeable. And usually what I heard and had been hearing about that series, the first season of the series, was along the lines of, I didn't like it at all, but I couldn't help watching it. Well, count me as someone who also couldn't help watching it, but because I liked it a lot. Indeed, I'd say it was path-breaking, revelatory, a tour de force. Those accolades, those words of praise are not too much to say about you. And that includes the last episode of that first season, which had one jolt of an ending. Now, the series has something of American Psycho in it being about a stalker and a kind of serial killer, but it's much more than that. It's about why people are especially afraid to fall in love with people who love them deeply. It's about the power of books, the power of words, and the power of lies. And it's about a world, our world, in which social media have made it oh so easy to deceive. Our protagonist, Joe Goldberg, who manages a bookstore with a handy basement, does have a heart in him somewhere, as Beck, his obsession, tells him. He, Joe Goldberg, does his utmost to protect Paco, his neighbor's son, in danger of being beaten by the lout who lives with Paco's mother. Joe will do almost anything to support and protect Beck, except when that gets in the way of Joe's own self-preservation. He may be a sociopath, but he's a much better than average boyfriend. And there's a literacy in this story, more than a passing glance at fables and white and black knights and princesses, which leaven the depravity and serves as almost a co-equal foundation of the series. There's an understanding of human nature, what makes us all tick, that supports Freud's contention, Sigmund Freud's contention, that the difference between sanity and psychosis— ...can be razor thin. All of this animates a plot that's full of surprises and twists... ...though I did guess a few of them. Penn Badgley as Joe and Elizabeth Lail as Beck... ...are just perfect in their parts... ...and I can well understand why Joe loves Beck so hard. Netflix has called for a second season... ...and I'll be watching it for sure an unconflicted fan. Well, actually, there weren't any spoilers in that review. Let's get to my review of U2, which I thought of as Killer Charm. That was the title for my review that I wrote in 2020 right after seeing the second season of U. And as I said back in 2020, it's rare that a mystery or thriller surprises me with almost all of its twists. But the second season of You, now streaming on Netflix, did just that, and with the same wit and style that lit up the first season, maybe even more. All of which adds up to a highly, often immensely enjoyable second season of this highly literate and introspective serial killer. Joe Goldberg worked in a bookstore in New York City in season one. Now he's trying to establish a new identity out in Los Angeles. He applies his time-honored way of making things happen. He locks a guy up in his basement and Joe assumes his identity. Just before he falls in love with love, that is, not the emotion love, with a very attractive young woman by the name of Love. Well, Joe was already in love with Love, that is, with a small l. He was certainly obsessed with it, but this Love, with a capital L, is Love Quinn, played perfectly by Victoria Pedretti, whom I last noticed in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Hey, that was a great movie. But she's just outstanding in you, down to that smile she gives us when she realizes that she's finally getting Joe to sleep with her. Her character is complex, to say the least, and I actually liked her even more than Guinevere Beck in the first season, who was Joe's all-consuming passion back then. All right, there are big spoilers ahead. About this second season, I thought the plot was brilliant, but here are some of the surprises I didn't get. Joe letting the real Will go, the guy whose identity Joe stole. The best surprises are well-motivated, and this one was a logical result of Joe wanting to really be a good person as part of his love for love. And by the way, when I say I didn't get the surprises, meaning they really surprised me. The cop killing 40 at the end, and for that matter, 40 figuring out that Joe killed Beck A. Al back in New York. Candace's deployment was not surprising, but it was very well played. So lots of good surprises in that second season. One big twist I sort of saw coming. Indeed, the biggest twist of the season was love-killing Delilah, etc. I put her at the top of the list by a process of elimination behind Love's parents, all higher as would-be protectors of Joe than Joe himself, which would have been too obvious. And I can't say I was thrilled by the very, very ending with Joe starting to fantasize about the neighbor that we don't really see. But hey, I like seeing Huxley's Brave New World among her books. And that's just the entree to the next season. Now, once again, all of this was brought to life not only by great acting, the scenes with Joe also perfectly acted by Penn Badgley and Love are nonpareil but by sparkling dialogue, mostly from Joe, often interior as when he grumbles that, quote, this is what I get for trying to out-tech a teenager, unquote. That would be Ellie. Or, quote, the robots are not our friends. That sounds like it could have come out of an Isaac Asimov robot novel. Yet, though Joe is social media literate enough, his true talent resides in words and wordplay in the Victorian tradition, and thus he's often challenged by the latest tech, all of which adds to his charm. And charming might be one of the best words to describe the second killer season of You. All right, let's go on to my spoiler-free review for you of You3 that I just saw a few days ago. The series just came up on Netflix. So here are some important points about that third season, which was just fabulous, superb. One, Joe and Love make an excellent killer couple, literally, and they both have true love for their baby. Two, Joe continues his literary panache. He's working now in a library. Three, there are a plethora of people in the suburbs who could be Joe's undoing, or at very least, many more people who seem out to get Joe than usual. Four, the dialogue and ambience are hipper than ever. At some point, someone remarks that, quote, no one uses Tumblr, unquote, anymore. Well, I still use it, but I'm not that hip. Love's mother also says she's taking a lift not an Uber. Also a very hip thing to do. 5. You won't be able to predict the ending, trust me, unless you make a very lucky guess. 6. I don't think I said this in my reviews of the first two seasons, but Joe's self-narration reminds me a lot of Dexter's. That's right, Dexter. Speaking of which, I'm glad to see that series is coming back on Showtime on November 7th, 2021. Watch for my review of that here in an episode of Light On, Light Through. And number seven, as in the first two seasons, the acting in U3 was outstanding. Penn Badgley is great again as Joe. Victoria Pedretti, perfect as Love. I also especially liked Tati Gabrielle as Marianne and Dylan Arnold as Theo. All of these performances range from charming to frightened to, in some cases, frightening. And that, in effect, is the essence of the series. Netflix has already commissioned a fourth season good. I'll be back here shortly after that starts streaming. See you all then. The light on light through podcast. Well, I hope you enjoyed that review of the three seasons of you. I'll be back here in just a day or two with my review of let's see Foundation uh, one point six. Lots of good things coming up on television in the next weeks and months ahead. Let's see Doom. The three-hour part one of the six-hour movie, that'll be up in a few days. A new series, Invasion, on Apple Plus TV. I already mentioned Dexter. There's a lot more. I'll be reviewing all of them here in Light On, Light Through. So I'll see you soon. In the meantime, stay safe, stay well, and enjoy.